Part 1. Coming Out of the Wilderness Chapter 1. Clouds The land I wanted looked like my Oklahoma-born, Baptist-raised, good-girl-loves-her-mama kind of American dream. Land to someone else may look totally different, but what I desired, what I believed I would receive and had probably earned, was a good life story. But the life story I was living was not meeting my expectations or the order I placed when I was a little girl dreaming of my when-I-grow-up days. When the storm hit and I finally had to deal with what my life had become instead of waiting for my life to become what I wanted it to be, my turbulent journey from land to sky began. My focus was forced to shift from earth to heaven, shift or die. Maybe not a literal death, although the storm felt that way. I could keep trying, figuring out, demanding, looking for, striving to work the land in my own wisdom and strength, clinging to whatever seemed to be firmly rooted, or as the furious wind began to lift me up, I could let go and rise. The storm that was strong enough to make me release my grip came in the form of severe anxiety and panic attacks. My first attack happened out of the clear blue in an incredibly unfrightening place where being afraid would probably be the last thing on anyone's mind. Branson, Missouri. Home of all things whittled, quilted, and accompanied by a fiddle and an amen. I had gone there with three friends whom I worked with every day and trusted like sisters. We were kind of enmeshed and dependent on one another because we had been going through a lot together. We spent our days in a workplace in which dysfunction and emotional instability were our wheelhouse. We were in and out of healthy, but we were in and out of healthy together. Our vacation getaways were good. We all had different strengths and personalities that traveled well together. I booked hotels, printed out maps, and drove. Knowing that I had a penchant for being the one in charge, these friends let me be the plan maker and executor. Our closeness and trips were my favorite part of our years together. Imagine 20-something golden girls. That's a pretty good picture of us. And I'm pretty sure I'm Dorothy with a hint of Rose. Our plans in Branson were going well until we walked down the first flight of stairs on our descent through caves at an Ozark Mountain family theme park. Ordinarily, nothing is scary there except for the thought of the day coming to an end. The only way I can describe the monumental moment that happened to me there was an overwhelming feeling that if I took another step into the abyss of that cave, I would surely die. The panic literally gripped my mind and my body. The caves had been my idea. I felt no hesitation as we purchased our tickets into the depths of what would become the beginning of my despair. With each step downward, my knees got weak, my heart raced, and as I made myself look ahead to where we were going, I locked up and something deep inside broke loose. No warning, no explanation. I went to our unprepared, khaki-panted guide and demanded to know the fastest way up and out. My confused friends went with me up the stairs, and I could not stop crying as we sat on the nearest bench drenched in sunlight and fresh air. My body felt shaky and unstable for at least an hour or so after. I had no idea that was just the beginning of many long months to come. 
It was like my body and mind had been looking for any opportunity to crash, just waiting for the moment when I didn't have complete sovereignty over the earth, its people, and circumstances. I had tried to be so controlled in every area of my life and everyone's life around me. It wasn't until I couldn't see ahead of me. I wasn't the tour guide. I didn't know where we were headed in that cavern that the hold I had on life found a place to release. Once the dam broke, the flood roared. At first, the panic attacks only came anytime I felt out of control. If I was in perceived control, I could function. But if the reins were out of my hands, I would lose my mind. Back home in Tulsa, with no caves around, the only place I didn't feel out of control was in an airplane. With my anxiety now looking for a new place to land, the only reasonable place where I couldn't control the circumstances was high in the sky, strapped into an economy seat and not in the captain's chair. Flying became my ultimate fear. I would hear an airplane overhead and panic, and tears would begin. Eventually, the attacks became less and less discriminating. They just came on at will wherever I happened to be. The slope that had shifted downward was slippery and I was sliding. I had nothing firm to grab hold of because I had been my own firm hold. What's your story? What do you rely on to have a firm hold? Job, economy, person, place, thing? Have you ever lost your firm hold? Have you ever had to grasp for a new firm hold? <laughs>